Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to a Wednesday, July 26th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And we've got a bunch of news to get into today as we continue catching up from Comic-Con. Yeah, first up, Wonder Woman 2, little film you might want to see, has gotten a release date. Uh, article in The Hollywood Reporter is reporting that it will be released December 13th, 2019. Yeah, that's a couple and a half years away. Yeah. Pretty soon. Are you surprised by this time? Uh, this date? Yeah, actually a little bit. I, I, I wouldn't have guessed it was going to come out in 2019. I would have maybe, I don't know, I guess I would have put it in 2020, but it's it's pretty close to 2020, so I wasn't too far off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think two years would have been aggressive. Three years would have been plenty of time. So two and a half is kind of a nice sweet spot, I guess. Cool that that DC is trying to stake out the next couple of Decembers with Aquaman and Wonder Woman until I'm assuming they won't go after that because Avatar returns in 2020. But in the meantime, uh, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good release date because there's not a lot going on there. Yeah, I I will say though, just pencil it into your calendars because every DC DCEU film so far has moved release dates at least once, except for Suicide Squad. I think uh, it was only a few weeks for Wonder Woman, but just yeah, yeah. Uh, the article also doesn't. Uh, it doesn't say that Patty Jenkins is confirmed as director yet. It says that negotiations are still going on. Yeah, and she's got she's a, her agency. I think is CAA, which is the same as Matt Reeves, mm-hmm. and so it, they've got some leverage. So I'm sure they're getting trying to get everything they can. Obviously, yeah, and Patty Jenkins is worth it. So good for her. Yeah, this also reminds me we got those two unannounced release dates last last week, and. I care even less about them now because right. <laughs> like D- DC has three dates staked out in 2019 already. They add a film and they don't even take one of those dates. They do a different one. Uh, so it's just kind of funny. Uh, so on to other news, sort of, well, there's, I guess, everything going on with David Ayer and, and everything like that we can talk about. There's no, no news, but just a lot of different reporting. Uh, and rumors and such that we're talking about. Uh, one thing, Mashable did have an article about Zack Snyder and his future, and they have multiple sources with knowledge of Warner Brothers' plans saying that Zack Snyder and Debbie Snyder won't have much creative input going forward. Um, Toby Emmerich released a statement saying that they still plan on working with them in the future, um, but they don't, you know, it was already announced that after Justice League, Snyder was going to be working on something else, the last photograph. So um, I think, you know, I don't know if this is true or if this is, this isn't really news, but I don't think it's, if it's true, it's not terribly surprising to me. Yeah. Or nor to me. I, he's had his hand in quite a few of the, the DC films and he's still, if you believe Toby American, believe Zack Snyder, he's still going to be involved it's just I, I'm not sure how many more DCU films are going to see him direct. If this information is true, probably none. Yeah, ever after um, after the reception to BVS, I always assumed Justice League would be his last. I know he's still officially technically attached to Justice League too, uh, but I don't see him directing that. I don't. I don't really. 
uh, expect that to happen. Right. Um, the article also talks about how Jeff Johns will have more creative input. So I, and this part of the article is, I don't know if it's actual reporting or if this is speculating, they don't really say, but they say, obviously Jeff Johns will have more input going forward as well as John Berg. And they also mentioned that Joss Whedon will have a hand in the overall universe. So I don't, again, I don't know if that's them reporting and if it's true or if it's just speculation, but I thought it was interesting. Yeah. And more Jeff Johns involvement in my book is not a bad idea. No, obviously. <laughs> um, but, and they also, and again, I don't know if this is speculation, but they also report that David Ayer might also be out. Um, and it's interesting. We got news report from Screen Rant. Again, I would put this in the rumor category from last week from Screen Rant that Warner Brothers is reportedly developing a Harley Quinn versus the Joker film. Uh, nobody else is reporting this. And the Screen Rant article mentions that there's no director, no writer, no release date, no production details. Um, so just the faintest of things, but it makes me think maybe we won't see a Gotham City Sirens. Uh, even though David Ayer had some comments on that recently, uh, this past weekend, talked with IGN, whatever. Um, he, uh, he also had some bad things to say about uh, studios and PG-13, which that's just kind of his personality. I don't take that personal. Like he said some... He said some things. Well, he didn't say things, but he, you know, he, that's just kind of his personality. He'll just say whatever and then think about it later. I, I don't mean that to sound negative, but uh, and then Justin Kroll on Twitter kind of implied maybe um, Justin Kroll from Variety kind of implied that maybe uh, Air leaked the news of Gotham City Sirens, or you know, it's coming from his camp. That's sort of an implication. Uh, we'll have a link to Twitter, but basically saying Gotham City Sirens might be a long ways off, and whoever released that information might have just been trying to uh, get momentum for the project. So I thought that was interesting. Again, nothing here is concrete. Uh, we do know Gotham City Sirens wasn't mentioned at the Hall H panel, and as far as I know, we haven't gotten anything officially from Warner Brothers on Gotham City Sirens, so it wouldn't surprise me if Air isn't really going to return. Yeah. It's it's not looking really great for Gotham City Sirens, which I hope in some form of capacity or some kind that a film like that is still made because it was a to me it was a very interesting concept and it was something I'd like to see, but right now it's not looking great. Right. There's something there's a lot you can do with the Harley Quinn, Joker, uh, and Suicide Squad team, all of that, all of those characters, and it's just sort of how do you want to do it. I don't necessarily want to see them all broken up. I think you could address a lot of these things in Suicide Squad 2 or you know, make Suicide Squad 2 about Deadshot and the team. I think this idea first came from Mark Hughes, but cutting down Harley and whoever she's with. Yeah. In this case, she could be with the Joker, so then you get all of them mixed together. Uh, I think that would be pretty cool, but I want to see more from these characters, but I don't know when we're going to, outside of Suicide Squad 2 maybe, for Harley. Yeah. Next up, uh, DC Comics has announced some of the animated films that they're going to be doing in 2018. Batman Gotham by Gaslight is one of them, which is based on a 48-page one-shot from 1989, which is basically Batman versus Jack the Ripper in 1889. It's a pretty cool idea. Yeah, uh, I know a lot of fans of, of that comic. It's I'm curious they're going to have to expand that, obviously, with just a 48-page thing, but that'll be fun to see. Uh, 19th century Batman. Yeah. 
Uh, also announced is Suicide Squad Hell to Pay, which is going to be the first Suicide, Suicide Squad film in the animated movie Shared Universe. And then yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then coming out in 2018 is Death of Superman Part 1 with Reign of Superman Part 2 in 2019, which is going to be a, a more faithful adaptation of the Death of Superman story arc than Superman Doomsday was. Yeah, Superman Doomsday was very condensed back in 2007. It only had one of the extra Supermen. Uh, and this sounds like it's going to be pretty, uh, you know, a two-part movie, pretty faithful to the source material. I know it's a, it's a big thing, so I don't think they can do as close of an adaptation as The Dark Knight Returns. But if they do something in that quality, I think that would be pretty great for Superman fans. Yeah, that's definitely one of the more favorite story arcs. Uh and one of the crazier ones maybe uh, but yeah it should be interesting to see an animated film yeah looking forward to that um so krypton is nuts <laughs> now we, we got a ton of new information uh turns out the show is not going to be quite like what we expected uh so we got news that brainiac doomsday adam strange hawkwoman nightwing and flamebird are all expected to appear at some point on the show uh, doesn't mean they're going to be series regulars necessarily, but uh, Jeff John said that they're all going to, they want them to all show up eventually. Uh, he also confirmed that Krypton will be in its own universe, so it's officially not connected to the CEU, CW universe, anything like that. It's its own thing. And the premise of it is different than what we thought. It's a show that, although it takes place centuries ago in Krypton about the House of El, it's about a conspiracy from the present that has traveled back in time to prevent to Krypton to prevent Superman's legacy from ever happening. This is uh, from Jeff Johns, and that sounds, that made me immediately think of Terminator. Uh, Superman is John Connor. Basically, Adam, yeah. Adam Strange is, Adam Strange is calories. Um, so, this is totally nuts. What do you think about all this? Yeah, it's, like you said, it's not really anything like what we were expecting, Um but to me, it makes sense, and it's it sounds crazy enough that I, I think it's going to be good, and I still want to watch it. It makes me, it's it definitely got me more interested just because they use the word Adam Strange. But um, as far as the story goes, it, it does kind of make sense because if I had to guess, I would guess that maybe if they focus grouped this show or just in talking market research, whatever it wasn't really clear that it was tied to Superman. And if they made it clear that it was tied to Superman in some way, more people were interested in it. And so this is a, a interesting way to tie it to Superman, but still not have it be about Superman. Right. Um, when I first heard all of this crazy news, I thought it was pretty exciting. Um, but I was also kind of nervous. It's like, okay, now we're, are we just shoehorning it? Did they like change the premise? Um, but, I saw some interviews from Comic-Con from uh, showrunners and everything, and it sounds like this has been in the plans all along. So it's it's still it's still basically the show we thought of, you know. It's going to be about Krypton society and and establishing reestablishing the House of L, but there's going to be a twist, which I think, I feel like this is going to be the end of the pilot episode, will be the twist of, like, Adam Strange showing up and saying, uh, I need to help you guys. So Superman has made... Or, However, that happens, and I think that's going to be a twist. So I think it's still going to be the same thing, but it's going to incorporate superhero elements. But it's still going to be about Segal and and the characters we've talked about before. Yeah. So how do you feel about maybe having some powered characters on this show? Because originally we thought there wasn't going to be any superpowers. 
Yeah, that's that's going to be a tricky thing because uh, you still want Sagal to be the hero, and if Adam Strange shows up or Hawkwoman show up and save the day, um, how do you balance that? You know, so I think we're not going to see a ton from them, but they will show up time and you know here and there. I, I, I'm really curious to see how they balance it, but it's cool to see some of these lesser uh, DC characters, especially on the cosmic side. You know, not the the bigger stars like Green Lantern and everything, but some of these ones that we didn't know when and if we would see them in live action. I think I'm pretty excited. I know you're excited for Adam Strange. Oh yeah. So if this if this goes well, we'll definitely get our our seven to eight movie run with Adam Strange. Your seven to eight movie run right. with Adam Strange. <laughs> uh, and then wrapping up today, uh, CW Seed released their first trailer for the Freedom Fighters: The Ray on youtube we'll have a link to that in the show notes and um, this is the latest animated series set in the arrowverse and it's got a bit of a different twist kind of a different premise it's it's in an alternate world where world war ii ended up differently and the nazis won and have taken over america and it's kind of fighting against these uh reichsmen i think they call them in this alternate universe and so there's alternate versions of supergirl flash and green arrow that seem to be fighting against these freedom fighters including ray um it's a good like two and a half three minute clip with a, a lot of action what do you think of it tom yeah this clip was it gives us the very basic premise it's like here's the premise and then bam action scene uh and you see some different characters you know there's red tornado and some other characters show up which are pretty cool to see um i'm glad they're doing a unique premise and doing something that you know couldn't they probably couldn't pull off in a live action tv show so I'm glad they're sort of taking advantage from animation and um, yeah, I don't know how good this will be, but it, it'll at least, it's at least, it's at least an interesting concept and I'm excited to check it out. Kind of looking forward to it. Yeah. And Green Arrow is scary enough as a good guy. I, he's going to be pretty scary as a bad guy. Dark costume, just shooting people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it looks cool. All right. That's all we've got for today. Thanks for listening and we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and DCDailyDrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.